0: Pulling out the coop at the lot, tuna for twelve folks swat, buzzing out the bells out the bike. I just hit a link with the box, had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour the whole damn seal I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals, we've been like the A. What up, what up, what's good? What's happening? Welcome to the creating space podcast. I'm your host, Mr. West night Wesley T night The T is for Thomas. What's good? What's happening? Big news in the Charlotte area, man, we're getting an MLS team, 2021, MLS, Major League Soccer is coming to the Queen City. That's really exciting for me, Uh, living half a mile from the stadium, really excited to do everything I can to ensure some success. Uh, For Charlotte in the Queen City. I think it's going to explode here. Um, And I really, really am excited that David Tepper is behind it. You know, that guy is a proven winner in so many different ways. He's already putting his hands on and starting to mold the Carolina Panthers. He's going to be able to do uh, the MLS team from scratch as well. And I'm just so thankful to be able to be in this city around the time where MLS came. I can remember being a part of the MLS transition in Vancouver. Uh, just uh, such an exciting time in the city to see soccer at its highest level coming to that city at that time back in 2011. Um, and I really want to do everything I can to help support and ensure some type of role within uh, Charlotte soccer to make sure that this city uh, has a uh, a, a launch pad for success for soccer, man. I, I just think it's such a, a space where Charlotte could really have um, a dynamic culture, man, like an Atlanta United type culture where people are really starting to come out in droves to support the local soccer team. And with, let's with look, I mean, I just would not be here without the story that soccer gave me without the experiences and exposure that soccer gave me, it's even weird to call it soccer, football, like the experiences that footy gave me. Um, it's just such an such a, an awesome experience to have been able to live that life for uh, for so long. And, and it's going to be huge for the local kids in the Charlotte area and surrounding areas to be able to come and watch and be exposed to soccer at that level. So big, big news, Charlotte on the come up, man, this city is exploding. I think South End is, uh, I think it's one of the fastest growing submarkets in all the United States. So lots of cool things happening here in Charlotte. I'm proud to be uh, a Charlottean and uh, hey, leads me to the next thing. One of the Charlatans has created this thing called Creating Space Kiowa, an incredible business infused wellness retreat on the coast of South Carolina, in the private, gated community of Kiowa, and there's 12 individuals who are going to come down with us and are going to have a blast and completely be loved on in a personal, professional, uh, and spiritual-type way where we'll be able to lead that place feeling like we're connected to our purpose, connected to, to a growth strategy, and connected to a way where we can all communicate with each other consistently And to continue to help our lives shift and shape, to go out and share our gifts, our strengths, and our purpose to help ignite and empower other people, man. Creating space, Kiowa, is going to be amazing. We're getting closer and closer, and I would love any of you who want to be involved to do this right here. Pull out your cell phone, open up your text message, and enter to the number three one nine nine six. You're going to send to that number CS retreat CS for creating space retreat all one word. So you're going to send CS retreat to the number three one nine nine six, and that's going to initiate the entire application process. And we're cultivating such a group of ballers that are coming, man. I, I just it, it's only right to make sure that we cultivate the right types of individuals in this. So we'd love for you to join the application process. Uh, know that you're going to have a a great community of people just like you, high performers who love to get sweaty, love to exercise, love business uh, development, love marketing, love content marketing, not afraid to get on the camera, not afraid to put themselves out there vulnerably, really driven to grow their their personal and uh, professional brands. Man, I can't wait to, to see those of you who are gonna be smiling faces on Kiowa Island, March 5th through the 8th. All right, without any further ado, man, let's transition into the Wesley story. These keep going magical messages that keep manifesting themselves in my life and in your lives as well. Can't wait for you guys to hear this. Without any further ado, let's get it. Putting out the coupe at the lot, 24 12, fuck swat, busting all the bells out the box the whole damn I' going mojo you know what I just get so excited to talk about these keep going magical moments man these stories that just keep happening I, I love them so much I care so much about sharing them because I know what a great story of inspiration And magic can do for someone who's on the edge of quitting, for someone who's on the edge of feeling like they have nothing left in the tank. There's no reason for them to continue, no matter what they're doing, whether they're entrepreneurs or not. I know the power of story, and I know the power of believing in magic, believing like you are guided, you are protected. I know what that can do for people. So I love these magical moments, and I cherish them when they come into my life. And I document every single one of them so that I can continue to share, to inspire and uplift someone who needs it. It, it, It's just, they're undefeated, whether they are my stories or I'm listening to someone else's stories. They hit the heart space every time and they're undefeated. So When it comes to these stories, I want to make sure I tell them and I take pride in the way that I tell them. And this Wesley story is crazy. This Wesley story is nuts, man. It, it really makes me feel like we're living in this magical reality. Um, and at any moment, just, just like, uh, the Hunger Games, you know, when someone's in trouble, a sponsor could come down, you know, and drop you like whatever you needed to get through that specific moment or that level of the challenge. Like, I feel like this is God just being like, or my guardian angels just being like, Oh, hey, you know, here's a little, little message for you, Wes, you know, keep going. You know, you're on purpose. This is why you're here. And it's not gonna be easy, but keep going, man. You know, here's a little bit of gas in your tank. And uh so this Wesley story. Let's get to it, man. It all starts when I was house sitting in Lake Norman for a friend of ours. They have a beautiful house on the lake in Lake Norman. And we were house sitting there for a couple of days awesome experience. Got to really get a uh, a, a glimpse of what reality could be like if Claire and I, you know, uh, play our cards right and be able to get to to on the lake living Lake Norman, North Carolina. All right. So I'm on the lake and I decide, okay, not many opportunities I'm going to get to have a staycation living on the lake in Charlotte. So I'm going to live this up like an actual vacation. I'm going to spend my time on the water paddleboarding, running, working at beach workouts, like I'm going to get the entire feel of what it's like to actually live and breathe for multiple days on the lake. And it was magical, man. I, uh, I took a lot of time away from my cell phone. I was on the back of a paddleboard for longer than I probably should be admitting. Uh, it was really cool because their little pet dog, Winston, uh, this little you know, yellow lab, super sharp dog, uh, it was crazy. He, right when I got onto the paddleboard, I guess they had trained him in paddleboarding, man. He just jumped right onto my paddle and off we went. So I'm like spending hours on the lake thinking about the direction that I wanted to go in my life because I had just walked away from managing Charlie. I knew that God was calling me back into my purpose, back into sharing my message and cultivating my message. I knew that I had gotten mission drift. And although I look back at that time with Charlie and how much I learned and how much I grew as a human and how much I took away from that experience, I know it was no mistake. But I also know that man I was mission drift. I was on purpose but just you know taking a a, a sort of a sideways route. And I knew I was ready to get back on purpose and while I was on the back of the paddleboard, mind you, uh, the, the original idea to get on the podcast and to begin a podcast started from the back of a paddleboard back in 2016. So here I am 2019 summer of 2019 back on a paddleboard and I'm starting to have these incredible visions these visions of me just speaking to high school kids or middle school level kids you know my dad 37 years in education in South Carolina and so you know I was Born in a school, raised in schools, so I understand, you know, the school system, uh, the public school system that is, and I have a good idea as to how it works from administration standpoint and whatnot. You know, I was a, I was an education major also at the College of Charleston. You know, I was kind of brought up in that world, and so it made a lot of sense for me to start to think about, okay, let me start small and let me get in with the students. If I can get in with the next generation of kids and start to speak to them about their dreams, about their mindset, about performance, you know, about, um, you know, about mental health and wellness, all of these components. If I can get to the, to, to really influence them, that's a great place to start. And all these visions start to come out. All these ideas start to come out from me being still and being on the water. I have this awesome connection with water. Not sure if you guys do, but so come back to the shoreline. And I get straight to my notepad. And the first thing I do is I write out all the visions that I see. And I'm able to clearly just freehand everything. And it comes out beautifully. And the next thing I realize is I know exactly what I need to do next. And what that was is called Beat Down Your Door Enterprises. And I'll make a podcast over this at some point. But this is a strategy that Charlie and I use in order to beat down the door of speaking bureaus. Every single speaking bureau that we could find on Google we put them in a database and inside that database I was able to log the website information I was able to log various names of people that are involved in the the company by using some some Chrome extensions some ninja hacks a little pro tip here there's a a, a Chrome extension called Hunter that will scrape a website and all its blog posts and all the information on the website, and it will pull out and extract the names and email addresses of individuals on on the website that might have positions within the company. Incredible app! It's called Hunter. It's a Chrome extension. Go check it out if you're if you're consistently doing some data mining, looking to find individuals. But anyways. I was able to scrape all these uh, speaking bureaus and get in direct communication with them via a, a, you know, a follow up process and an outreach process from the database. And every day I'm sending emails or following up, you know, over the course of a week, 10 days, 14 days, I'm just beating down the door of every single speaking bureau that I can get my hands on. And it was crazy because the next like week after when we started building the database and a week later, I had gotten Charlie on like 11 different speaking bureau websites. Now, I don't know if you know anything about speaking bureaus, but I totally do not believe in them. It's amazing. They they literally amalgamate as many names as they can into their own database, their own list, and they just run traffic to their list. And they represent like 75 to 150 different speakers. And they take commission checks of everyone that comes to their page and inquires about a a certain speaker. They're literally just a Google ad landing page and database. They're not doing any work. For the individuals and the speakers and and going out and selling their speakers, that just doesn't happen like that. These bureaus just, they get in the way and they're a third party taking a commission check. And I feel like that's crook. But anyways, we won't go there, man. We, we won't go there. We, we were on a speaking bureau list for nine months and never saw a week. Uh, it was all through the sheer hustle of this beat down your door enterprises strategy that we had. And I'll do a podcast episode where I'll break that down. And for those of you who are desiring to speak and want to learn how to get yourself into the game and, and get hired uh, to speak, I'm going to teach you that because you definitely need that strategy. Actually, DM me if you listening to this right now, let me know you want to hear that strategy. I'll put that podcast up when I hear someone um, that wants to hear it. But anyways, so I did the exact same strategy. The beat down your door enterprises went towards every middle school and every high school in every county in North Carolina and South Carolina. My goal was to build an entire database and I did it. I had middle schools and I had high schools. I had public schools and I had private schools. It didn't matter Where in South Carolina, if you were in a county in South Carolina or a county in North Carolina, I was finding your middle school or high school and I've got that entire database and I injected that same strategy. I'm hitting, you know, one county a day every day for each middle school and each high school. It ended up being like 45 to 50 emails a day. And then I'd follow up with that group, you know, three to five days later. And then the next day I would get to the next county and I was just working my database because I knew over time I was going to have a bite. I just kept throwing back out my rod, kept fishing. At some point I'm going to have a bite. I just have to keep pushing, keep knocking on those doors. And lo and behold, the first opportunity comes about eight or 10 days later once I had taken the exact same beat down your door enterprises, faced it for myself, towards myself, and uh, here we are. It's, it's amazing, though. The first bite came from uh, the principal at Liberty Middle School, who had actually been one of uh, the assistant principals of my dad's school years ago. And so sort of, you know, sort of a a key to take away there is start close to the nest. Like if you're trying to get speaking engagements or you're trying to get uh, connected with people that can help you start close to the nest, uh, people that, that are in your six degrees of separation. If I could go back and do it again, I would have asked my dad, Hey dad, what are your thoughts? Can you introduce me to some people that you have good relationships with? Right. But I, um, (laughs) you know, you live and learn. I I didn't want to lean on my dad, sort of an ego thing there, but start close to the nest. nest. Start to look through your your contacts in your phone. Maybe some some principals or administrators or or decision makers in education might present themselves to you in those ways. So anyways, Lisa Cassidy reaches back out to me. She's like, Wes, can't wait to bring you into Liberty Middle School. I'd love for you to get this keep going keynote in front of my kids and help them believe bigger because we are in little Liberty, South Carolina, just outside of Clemson. And we are a Title I school, and we need help from people like yourself who have gotten out of areas like ours, gone and had success, and can come back and give a great message. So I'm like, great. Can't wait. Just tell me when and where. I'll be there yesterday. And she laughed. And she's like, well, you know, school this, school that. Let's go about a month from now at this place. And uh, I had to wait. But now I had my first speaking engagement. I had my first Line in the sand that allowed me to have something to look forward to, a little bit of a morsel of an opportunity that I was going to get to get that keep going message in front of people. I was stoked. So the next thing I did is I go to my buddy Adam Colburn. He's one of the executives at Wheelhouse Media, uh, a.k.a. The, the the group that I'm doing the, the podcast with, uh, the beautiful studio inside of Charlotte, North Carolina, just beside Bank of America Stadium. I call up Adam. I'm like, Adam. I got a speaking engagement. Dude, this is a huge opportunity for me. You know, can we talk about what it would take to get this uh speaking engagement documented so that I could begin to build a reel? And he's like, "Man, that's a great idea. Like I'd love to help you. Uh I, I I'm sure you're having visions, man. Let me let me hear what what's coming up for you." So we went in and we met and we talked about the Keep Going keynote, we talked about the podcast, we brainstormed for hours trying to figure out how we were going to position this keynote to be able to reach and inspire more individuals. Okay. So we agreed, boom, he's going to put a couple camera shooters coming down from Charlotte. They're going to uh, document this experience. And man, we were on our way. And here's the crazy part. That month went by looking back that month went by in no time, man, in absolute no time. And it was the day of the speaking engagement. And I get to wheelhouse. We're gonna drive down to Liberty, another two-hour drive down to South Carolina. There's you know, three of us in the in the truck. We're gonna meet up with Sean when we get there. And man, my heart is bumping faster than any. Uh, professional soccer game that I ever played in. I mean, I am so nervous, so excited and so terrified all at the same time. Uh, there are three professional shooters here. You know, my buddy that I went to high school, Sean, who's also just starting his career. He's going to be there. It's the entire middle school all in the gym. I am shitting myself. Truly just so afraid of messing up. I'm all in my head but I had to run the play. This is what I asked for. I asked God to give me a vision. He placed something beautiful on my heart and I had to walk the line. So we're getting down, we get to Liberty and man, it felt like there were 15,000 kids there. It was only 700 kids, but it felt like 15,000 kids huddled around the gymnasium. And I'm freaking out. I'm looking at Adam and looking at Sean and looking at the other guys at Wheelhouse, and I'm thinking, "Man, I got this!" Like, you know, outwardly, I'm like, "I got this. I, I'm with it. I'm with it." But inside, I'm freaking out. Heart's beating. Can't think of what I was originally gonna say. Can I just I say to myself, "You know, God, just just cover me here, man. I'm gonna give it to you. Just just let me uh, let me go out and and do great by you." <laughs> and it was time. I walked out grabbed the mic. And the next thing you know, I had my mind completely went blank. I opened up with great energy, but then all of a sudden I started looking at these kids in their face. Some of them interested, some of them not. One kid was sleeping on the front row and I, my mind just went blank. And I think back to it now and I cringe. It makes me cringe thinking about that speaking engagement, that first one. And I know we always have our first go and most people we laugh about the first time we did something, but man, I still, it's still close enough in proximity for me to cringe. I got through it though. I think I did okay. But, but, uh, th- when I look back and reflect, I mean, there were leaders from the district office in attendance. I mean, man, if I could go back. I would uh deliver an entirely different speech. But anyways, it was a great experience. Lisa Cassidy was so thankful for the opportunity to, to bring that experience to the kids, and bam, we were on our way. And on the entire drive back to Charlotte, I just was cringing, man. I felt like I had failed. My inner critic was beating me up. The gremlin inside of me was taking over, like, you need to quit, you are not built for this, you're an imposter. It was nasty, and that kind of followed me for the rest of the day. And luckily, you know, Claire is amazing. She's a gift from God, man. It's unbelievable. She is the yin to my yang. I'm beating myself up. And Claire's just like, Wes, you're being an idiot, man. Do you remember how many hours it took you to master soccer? How many hours that it took you just to be able to shoot a ball the right way? And I thought, you know what? You know what? You're right. All right. I'm going to do my best to try to get out of my head. But I was saying that to her, and truly, I was still in my head beating me, myself up. And she says, Wes, all right, we got to get you out of the house. Come on. We're going for a celebration dinner. We're going to put good vibes into the world. I can't stand you being like this. You're getting on my nerves. She's like, we're going to this place in Charlotte called Hawkers. And I go, okay, that place just opened in the South End. All right, like right, I'm with it. Let's go. So we get to Hawkers. It's right about sunset time beautiful patio area. Uh, if you've been to Hawkers, you guys that are in Charlotte, man, it's unbelievable. You're kind of halfway between the beautiful smell of the, the Thai food that they, that they have as well as the Jenny's ice cream, like waffle cones that are right behind you. It's, it's it's an unbelievable experience. But anyways, we're having a convo. I'm debriefing her. I'm telling her about, you know, how I'm feeling and she's loving on me, you know, giving me all the, the, right words and saying the right things. And I'm just down, man. I'm like, man, you know, I tried, I did my best, but I got a long way to go. Super humbled. And we had a nice meal. Claire did an incredible job consoling me. And as we were closing the check, and as we're finishing it up, one of the food runners slash bus boys comes out. And this guy had a cool vibe, man, like a free spirit vibe. He had his hair up in a ponytail. And uh, he was walking, kind of laid back, relaxed. And he had this bright yellow t-shirt on it. And the bright yellow t-shirt, as I was watching it as he was walking up, And I noticed that in the middle of it, there was this highway. Imagine like the deserts in like Arizona or Nevada and in the middle of this desert, there's a highway. And there was one sign on the t-shirt beside the highway. It was a road sign. And as he's walking up, I noticed that there's two words on the shirt. And I'm like, what does this guy have on his shirt? And as he gets closer, I shit you not, guess what was on that t-shirt? Two words, keep going. And Claire and I go, what? We just went nuts. It was the most incredible, most divine timing experience for Claire and I who looked at each other and we just fell out. We fell out onto the floor. It was so magical to see big guy upstairs deliver at the right time. It was just like that in the Hunger Games, man. Just the the right package at the right time from the right sponsor came right into my life and reminded me to tell you guys this. You are always protected. And when you are walking in your purpose and you are leading with passion and your goal is to serve and to improve other people's experiences and you're doing it with the right reason in your heart and in your mind and you are using your gifts and your strengths to honor the big guy upstairs and to do right by other people to help other people move away from suffering and move move more into pleasure and to improve their lives with your gifts when you're walking in that purpose man You're going to have sponsors come and sponsor you to keep going along the way. That is facts. It's going to happen every single time. It's all around you. You have to open your eyes. It's all around you, especially when you're walking in your purpose. And when you feel like these magical moments aren't happening in your life, I wonder if you feel directly in alignment with your purpose. I wonder if it's because maybe you're not walking inside your true gifts, inside your true purpose. And although they're not happening, maybe it's a bumper to move you back in toward ways that you could use your gifts and your strengths that only you have to go out and improve the lives of other people, to live in service for the rest of your life. Because when you're walking in your purpose and you're delivering from a heart space with your gifts, and your strengths to make other lives better, to serve, and to give value, and to increase the quality of other people's experiences in this world, these magical moments will hit you in the face, and they're undeniable, and you can't explain them, but not only that, guys, we're going nuts around this table, can't believe it. The guy is laughing at us because we're making such a scene. You know me, I got a bandana on there. I'm already looking like you know, someone he's never seen before, but we instantly connected. I said, man, can I buy that shirt from you? He's like, bro, this shirt is invaluable. I said, where'd you get it? He said, man, I got it at Goodwill. And I said, that shirt is gonna give so many good vibes to the world, I have to get it. He said, I paid a dollar for it. I said, bro, I'll give you $100. He said, it's invaluable. I'm not selling it. I said, I can appreciate a man who understands the power of good word, the power of intent. You just changed my life wearing that shirt. It is invaluable. And I went to dap him up. I said, man, my name's Wes. He goes, shut up, man. I said, why? He goes, my name's Wesley. I go, bro, that's my name. And we, I literally stood up, gave him the biggest dap and biggest hug, and I told him about how magical him being in my life in that moment and Claire being there as well in that moment was the biggest blessing he could have ever given me. And we're instantly connected uh, since that day. I walked into Hawkers the other day, saw Wesley, and, man, we met each other with a great hug, great dap, uh, and are keeping up with each other's lives. And Wesley, if you're listening to this, man, you're my guy. Man, you are a guardian angel, no doubt. And for everyone else listening, these magical moments are all around you. Document these, share these, give life to other people who need it. Because these stories, these magical moments that are happening to you, they're real. And people need to hear them to give gas in their tank, to keep them going, focusing on their purpose and their passions and their gifts and their strengths, how to utilize them for others. And we need more of you out there as warriors of light, helping move people into their purpose and in their passion so they can live in service and improve other people's lives. Guys, the magic is all around you. You just got to tune into it. Guys, I love bringing you these keep going moments of magic, these keep going stories. This Wesley one is one of the best. Uh, if If you enjoyed it, I would really love for you to share it. Either share it with an individual who needs to hear it that you know of. There might be someone in your mind right now or who came to mind while you were listening to the podcast that you need to send it to, or just taking a quick screenshot of this podcast and sharing it on your Instagram story or on your Facebook story or on your TikTok, whatever it is that you, that you're using right now where your time is. Uh, reach back out to me as well. I'd love to connect. I'd love to hear your stories of magical moments, man. Um, and, and continue to believe. Your blessings are right around the corner, guys. I love every single one of you. Keep going. Playing out the coop at the lot. Told for 12-fuck swat. Buzzing out the bells at the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal. I'ma get laid.